Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Today in Focus, a global financial services company that offers fintech as a service. They're called Rapid. A recent study by the company examined the buying habits, payment methods, and the preferences of 3,500 consumers across seven Asia Pacific countries, including Singapore. The results highlight the rise of new payment services and also offers us insights into how companies can. Can grow adoption, loyalty, and sales by evolving their payment networks. Time to welcome to Influence Joel Yabra, Vice President for Asia Pacific at Rapid. Good morning, Joel. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Great to meet you. Could you help us understand what Rapid does? Absolutely. As you said, Rapid is a global payment platform, and our goal is really to simplify the process of going local everywhere around the world. Because payment preferences, if you live in Singapore, you realize this, are changing very rapidly. Mm-hmm. People use things like pay now, fast. They're starting to use e-wallets tremendously. And that same level of diversity is happening everywhere, which makes it very complicated for both global companies to serve customers around the world or for local companies to grow efficiently and Rapid simplifies that process for them. Yeah, things are changing in this field rapidly. I remember there was a time when authentication required a little token, and now we're moving into non-touch authentication. So lots of movements in this sector, yes? Absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, it's one of the things that's so exciting about us having our Asia hub in Singapore mm-hmm. uh, is how much that innovation you see here in your everyday life, whether that's with your, your SingPass, you manage a business, logging in online and paying your taxes. I actually delighted somebody the other day by showing them how quickly we can pay our taxes. Um, so if you've made <laughs> that, that fun, fun, then, then yeah. I think you've got progress, right? <laughs> Joel, uh, let's zero in on a study that um, Rapid put together recently revealing how different countries uh, have different preferences when it comes to e-wallets and bank transfers. What are some of the nuances that you picked up? I think the first really interesting thing to think about is how do the consumers think about themselves? Uh, if you compare to places that are maybe a bit more mature like Japan or Korea, or I'm sorry, Japan or Taiwan, uh, only 40% of customers even consider themselves tech savvy. Mm. Whereas in Singapore, over 71% of customers view themselves as either very tech savvy or actively seeking smart solutions. And that's something we see all across Southeast Asia, this appetite for technology and the desire for change. When you think about the, how that plays into the preferences, what we've seen happen in Singapore very recently is this huge growth, as we said, of bank transfers, whether it's fast or pay now, uh, as well as the wallets. And so that's really compressed how many people prefer cards. And so in our study, 51% of people just barely prefer cards, whereas these other segments are basically taking the rest of the share. And we would expect by the end of the year that bank plus e-wallet really is the dominant way that people are choosing to pay. Uh, And I do think a lot of that's been accelerated because of COVID and an awareness of cost and a lot of people really trying to pay with the cheapest method to help the merchant save money and keep people in the game for as long as possible. So Singapore, among the group of countries that are ahead of others in terms of preferring e-wallets and bank transfers versus cash? Absolutely. Absolutely. We've seen a huge amount of innovation coming out of India that inspired a lot of people. Singapore has picked up that ball and run with it, you know, as has Thailand, as has Indonesia. Uh, so we're seeing a very positive kind of internal collaboration and, comp- and competition across Southeast Asia uh, that's driven people uh, and really shines a light compared to the rest of the world. 
uh, as I said, Rapid is global, right? So we also have a big business in Latin America and other markets. Mm. In Latin America, the story is still very much cash. And so when global companies come to us and they say, well, tell us about Asia, how much cash do we need? Mm. And we're saying, look, reality, the story isn't cash anymore. The story is how fast can you make bank transfers and wallets move? Where are you seeing high growth in terms of cross-border e-commerce payments? Uh, I would say everywhere. I think in your lead-in, you mentioned gaming, right? So the gaming sector has always been very hungry for new payment methods. So we see a huge amount of early adoption there. But then that percolates through with traditional e-commerce retailers that are just looking to expand customers and manage their costs. They're actively adding new payment methods as they add markets around the world or as their local markets evolve, right? Uh, even in a sleepy market like Australia, the explosive story is consumer credit that kind of looks like a wallet, but there's now more than 15 different consumer credit players in that market, which five years ago was basically credit cards and PayPal only. Uh, even in Australia, they have that kind of explosive diversity. So we're really seeing, seeing it everywhere. Anywhere that there's a buyer that someone wants to talk to, they need to go hyper-local to make that conversation happen quickly and efficiently. If we can drill down in terms of real-time payment, like PayNow, for example, where are you seeing the most growth? Uh, classically, the big story really is, is India, right? India for 10-plus years under a, a pseudo-government corporation called NPCI, uh, has really driven what they call their unified payment interface and a bunch of technology that led to it. And now basically every e-wallet and almost every bank account in the country can do instant payments and instant disbursements uh, into these accounts over this common set of rails. So they've really set the gold standard for what it takes to unlock small business growth and let them get paid quickly and efficiently and bring everybody into what will you know, hopefully be a cashless economy in the future. Uh, Singapore is doing a great job with PayNow and PayNow QR. I think we've heard uh, very important statistics in terms of the number of merchants that have adopted in the last year, particularly due to the virus. Uh, and then on ours, in our data, we're seeing the consumer uptake and the consumer preference. Uh, but Thailand has done a tremendous job. Their version is called PromptPay. Uh, Indonesia has done a great job, but it's been more focused on branded e-wallets like Ovo and GoPay because you know, it's coming from the Grab and Gojek competition. Uh, and then Malaysia is now starting to get into the game as well and modernizing some of their infrastructure also. But it's really a story we see almost everywhere. Around the world, there's about 60 of these real-time payment initiatives uh, in various levels of progress. Rapid recently announced a partnership with uh, players of India's payments ecosystem, including uh, banks like Citibank, DBS Bank, HDFC Bank. Can you share with us a little of what this partnership is going to allow international merchants to do? Absolutely. And so because India right, is its own world, right, the subcontinent, there's a tremendous amount of diversity and tremendous amount of competition and growth. So to be in the game and to sell to the Indian audience, people need bank accounts. They need the ability to repatriate funds back into their home market. They need to offer all of these different local payment methods. So what we did was go do a partnership, as you said, with multiple banks, multiple wallet providers, multiple local payment providers, and really bring them into what we call our global payment network. So that if you're selling into the Indian market, you can offer effectively the entire suites of what people are looking for uh, at effectively a local price. So your cost structure is managed and then you can repatriate funds back to your home country in an efficient manner all through one platform. But then similarly, you know, Indian companies are expanding around the world and providing service around the world. We actually help them to export as well uh, and bring the money back into India. So it's a bi-directional story about how do we tie India better in better into the regional and global economy through real time payments. I'm speaking with Joel Yabro, his vice president for Asia Pacific at Rapid. 
help us understand what you're seeing in terms of e-commerce trends in this era where we're emerging from a pandemic. What do businesses need to understand about these trends in order to build loyalty? Uh, I think number one is really around you know, convenience uh, and access, right? It's, a, it's very shocking how many users claim to be doing an online transaction almost every single day. When you think about how much of that uh, is changed, right? It's gone from basically I'm buying maybe groceries as high frequency or an e-commerce purchases a few times a month. Now people are buying food. Uh, they're habituated to paying for rides. There's really been a psychological change that online is a fundamental and core way that I buy mm-hmm. versus an auxiliary or supplemental way that I buy. I think for anyone who doesn't have what we used to call an online to offline or an O2O strategy, uh, they're missing the boat. Uh, but the nature of that strategy isn't moving people from one channel to the other. It's about servicing them in every single channel, whether they're sitting at home, someday may so soon maybe they'll start to commute uh, or, or in their office. Right? And then how do we serve them uh, with that kind of speed and agility wherever they, wherever they work? Right? And that's always been a challenge for people. Uh, and when we think about payment platforms, we have to evolve to make that possible so that as the user and the, the buyer travels across their day, it's easy for the merchant to follow them along as well. Right? So it's very difficult to do on your own. It's certainly very difficult to do your, on your own while also doing your core business. So one of the reasons why we built this platform as a service or fintech as a service mm-hmm. uh, is to make it easy for people to not have to over-invest to provide a really relevant solution. They can rely on us or other platforms uh, to make that happen for them, and then they can focus on their core business but really still give the customer what they're looking for, which is this online, everyday experience. Joel, help companies listening in understand what you see as the future of frictionless payments. I think from the business, it's a lot of it's about working capital. Right? It's how do I get electronic payment methods that pay me as a business as quickly as possible so then I can turn around and use that working capital to pay my suppliers, to pay my staff, to pay you know, lines of credit, et cetera. Uh, and the faster we can make money move and the faster the businesses can adopt a full suite of these very fast electronic methods, um, the, the quicker they can bring down their own credit cost and the quicker they can serve the rest of their business ecosystem, right? Because everybody sits within a network of people they buy and sell to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the future, right? Make money move a lot faster. And it becomes cheaper for them both directly and then indirectly through the cost of credit. They get better pricing from their suppliers because they're paying their suppliers more quickly. Uh, and then everybody benefits from that type of faster e- ecosystem. Uh, and then hopefully we all recover from the virus a lot more quickly as well. Great speaking with you. Thank you for joining us this morning, Joel. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you. He's Joel Yabro, Vice President for Asia Pacific and Rapid. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.